Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous 2-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Why do running shoes always seem to have a white stripe along the bottom where all the dirt is going to hit? Shouldn't the white stripe be placed, I don't know, anywhere else on the shoe? Great point, Sarah. I have a little pet peeve called the lengthy stories people tell on their recipe pages. Jump me to the recipe already. I hear you. If I could just reason with the ant army that keeps invading my house, I'd say, listen, guys, if you keep marching in this way, I'm going to keep Formula 409 in you, and I don't want to have to do that. You can't reason with them, Sarah. Nobody should have to listen to the automated, repetitive, mind-numbing hold recordings for longer than two minutes. Haven't we been through enough? We really have. Have such a good day. 
welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that. Holla, holla. Hey now, what's up, butter people? Welcome to Have what's Such up? a Good Episode Day. Episode 177, In the Place to in Be. In the house. <laughs> in a heezy. That, that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. We're extra absurd today. And, yeah, um, you know, this is this is the teeny tiny little team have such a good day. Um, this is us. And thank you for joining us for this wild and wacky ride. Yes, it's a wild ride indeed. Heather and I have been doing this for quite a few years now. We started back way back in 2017. Way back Can when. you believe it? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're going we're going on five years. Uh, no strong. joke. I think. I think it was, I don't exactly remember the month that we started, Heather, but I feel like it was like mid-2017. So we're, we're we are almost at our five-year anniversary, and I don't and remember we ain't gonna quit. what that is. I think it's like iron or something. You know, when you're talking about wedding anniversaries, where like anniversaries mean, you know, yes. they're... They, they mean oh. some, you're supposed to Ooh, like, like give a gift that or... is made of a certain metal. I don't know. I don't understand things like this. I think we need to come up with that. No, because you're right. There's all kinds of awards out there and there should be, there should be some, something, something there for a, There's something. a long running if, little engine if nothing that could else, podcast. <laughs> you and I should like both get cakes, right? And like oh, yeah. I'll have a cake and you'll have a cake. We'll, we'll get and two we different cakes. Cake. Yeah, yeah, with, and with we can a fork. we can talk about our cakes, and we can we can compare cakes, and it'll be we a lot share, of fun. We can share it. We can share the cakes if you like. It would my be cake nice to I share like a cake, cake in person. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. Yeah. one of these days, Sarah, it is going to happen, and it is going to be real. Like it's going to be a glorious, a glorious. It's going to be glorious. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we hope everybody's doing really well out there. We've had um, an interesting week over the last week. And when I say we, I mean the collective we, because I know many of you, especially full moon, there's that. Man, it was so, uh, it was so light um, because I have a skylight above my bed, which Mm -hmm. I've mentioned before last night. I usually don't wear an eye mask, uh, you know, Uh or like eye pillow, whatever you want to call it, um, Mm -hmm. all night because it makes my eyelashes like it like hits my eyelashes and then when I wake up in the morning yeah they're like you know they're going weird directions yeah so I don't really go to bed with one on but I will often if I start getting antsy around like 4 a.m or something which is pretty common for me I'll kind of go like "Mm, it's still dark but it's about to get lighter and then I'm Mm going to be annoyed and so then I'll put it on just for like the last couple hours of my sleep that's smart yeah but last night when and I went to bed early but Last night I woke up, I don't know, I had to pee or get water or something, more like midnight. And I was like, why? Is there a light on in like outside? And That's I realized, what I thought. Oh, yeah. I know, it's like, I think we left the outdoor lights on, but yeah, no, the moon was cray this week. You know, it's funny, it makes me think of an invention that someone maybe is doing out there, or maybe we can do it, is an eye mask that like trains your eyelashes to go up, like somehow it like pushes on them Cause, cause they flatten mine too, but I insist on wearing one. Mm-hmm. But what if it like could somehow push your eyelashes up so that you don't even have to curl them the next day, dude? That would be brilliant. Well, I never even bother curling my Gwyneth eyelashes. Paltrow, I... if you're listening, yeah, <laughs> make one yeah. of these. Get on us. it, Goopy. <laughs> I guess if you if you wore an eye pillow that was tight enough and you kind of yeah, you know, sort of 
like pushed it up your face totally so like that it was it like or something but like i don't like them to be tight because then it feels like mm -mm. i'm wearing something i i want it to just sort of <laughs> drown out the light without really feeling like anything but i also wear earplugs so it's a whole thing it is a whole thing but the thing is if it's not tight enough then i feel like i'm constantly adjusting it throughout the night and then it like kind of will mm -hmm. wake me up so you just can't win sarah you can't win can't no win. even even when you're when it's a beautiful silk eye pillow you can find a reason <laughs> that it's ruining your sleep um <laughs> so, ruining your yeah. life <laughs> well yeah All right i know we're we're good at this you know you can you can yeah, find the horror in in pretty much any yeah. situation if you look hard enough <laughs> i have a friend who um who recently went to like a big awards show uh, which was like really exciting and i'm not gonna blow up their spot as you would say sarah but <laughs> it was like that when they came home from it, it was like how was it there was like some mild complaints about what it wasn't instead instead of actually it was really great in these ways and like you can always lean that way if you want to it's the power of sure. the mind we easily i think it's it's comforting to go into the negative and to kind of grouse but like you just stop for a second stop yourself your mind your monkey mind and go well wait a minute this was such an amazing opportunity i got to go and be in the same room with these incredible people these talented and it's just like it's just funny the way we default sometimes you know right yeah well there's a lot of managing expectations too 100 you know, this particular person probably was like oh i didn't think these things were going to happen and exactly. that sort of disappointed me and then i focused on them instead of the cool factor of just being there it's the expectations i swear every time and we just don't learn it's like i don't like i went to a meeting last night that um, I had expectations for. And it totally was the opposite of what I thought it was gonna be. And I was disappointed. And mm. I kind of came home a little like grumble, grumble. And uh, it just sort of affected me. And I'm like, just let it be what it's gonna be. I would have been a lot happier. Um, but yeah, they get you every time. They really do. Well, uh, so in our last show, I mentioned uh, that I was approaching a pretty cool milestone, and that is being done with chemotherapy, which I am Ooh. now done with. Woo yeah. So, so last Friday, so just a few days before when we're recording this, um, I had my fourth and final chemotherapy session. Um, you know, and, and I was, I feel the need to say this every time. Many people have more than four sessions, so even yes. though four felt like a lifetime to me. Could have been eight, could have been 10. So I was mm -hmm. lucky in that regard. Um, and I hope to never do that again, even though everybody at the Infusion Center, I've kind of gotten to know at this point because you end up spending eight hours a day, you know, every third Friday for, you know, the better part of 12 weeks. Totally. You kind of you feel like you belong there. And mm -hmm. it, was, um, it, was, it was a lovely feeling. Um, what I am right now is in sort of the throes of that initial post-chemo week. Even though I don't have to do it anymore, my body doesn't know that, right? So yeah. my body's just like, oh, now we're like sick for a while. I'm going to be better. Mm -hmm. You know, this time next week, I'm going to feel 100% better. Well, maybe not 100% better, but so, 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 so much better. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, and we'll continue to get better um, beyond that. However, and I know I talk about... Uh, I talk about health a lot on the show because what else am I going to talk about? But, and I don't want to get too far into the weeds here on, you know, cancer stuff. But um, one thing that I'm not sure 
I definitely did not realize until I got into kind of some some deep doo-doo as far as, <laughs> you know, extreme health concerns, cancer being, you know, kind of <laughs> the number one thing, you know, that, that I feel represents that. Yeah. The deepest doo-doo, yes. Mm-hmm. One thing that I, I didn't I didn't realize until it became really the the number one part of my life, the thing that I had to think about almost kind of before anything else mm-hmm. going on, you know, two years now, is that a lot of things are still within your control. Now, getting cancer and beating cancer, well, you know, you gotta rely on doctors and medicine for that but you still have a lot of choices for example Mm -hmm. my chemotherapy is done but i have been advised that i should do radiation now i knew that um that is pretty common um not everybody who has chemo or radiation will do both but very commonly especially for people who have the breast cancer diagnosis that i had and have still um, are, you know, that's, that's what happens. You do the chemo, then you do the radiation, then you might go on, you know, some sort of managed hormone therapy or, or something along that line, you know, that kind of takes you through the rest of a hopefully very healthy and long life. Mm -hmm. So I knew about the radiation, but I didn't know much because I hadn't talked to anybody from radiation oncology. That is a different department than medical oncology which is a different department from uh, surgical oncology. (laughs) So it's like, I'm hitting all the departments. And, you know, they all work in tandem. And with Kaiser, which is my health insurance, which is big health insurance, um, you know, they all know each other. They work together, but their disciplines are different. And Mm -hmm. one of them is not going to tell me, oh, here's what you're going to do if they're not the radiologist or, you know, the radiation oncologist type of thing. They're, they're, they, they they keep that stuff they they keep that stuff pretty square and that's because you don't want to get you know advice that's gonna get your hopes up etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh-huh. so I had a conversation with um, with a uh, radiation oncologist yesterday and um, you know we, we had we had planned it I it wasn't like you know he called me out of the blue I didn't have to go anywhere it was just a phone call and mm-hmm. hey, we talked for about an hour and you know, I took copious notes and asked a lot of questions and he was very forthcoming about like, here's best case scenarios, here's worst case scenarios, here are the pros, here are the cons. Mm-hmm. Um, the cons sound really bad. The pros okay. obviously are I live and I don't have cancer anymore. Um, mm-hmm. If I decided not to do radiation, which is, th- this is the point that I'm going to get to in a second, then it doesn't necessarily mean that like, oh, now I die. But it means, mm-hmm. ooh, you know, you're, you're, you're foregoing something that's just going to give yeah. you like that much more, yeah, like that much less risk. And um, so it, it comes back around to something that it, it just, it, it, it still kind of blows my mind a little bit. And this has been going on for a while since I was originally, you know, diagnosed and, and had surgery. Before I had surgery, they were kind of like, okay, we can do aggressive surgery or let's just do like a lumpectomy. You know, you don't have to yeah. like take out the whole thing, but then we'll do like chemo and radiation afterwards just to make sure everything else is, is gone. 
And I was like, well, I don't want to do that, you know, because at the time I thought I was going to be able to avoid, you know, some of the some of the, you know, really yucky stuff. You know, I'm very sure. afraid of chemo. My dad went through chemo and it was really, really hard for him. And I've known, yeah. you know, enough other people that I, I know it's it's a, it's a it's a pretty crummy place to be. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even if you have a good outlook, you're just you're going to feel like shit. You know, yeah. that's just how it goes. And yeah, it's like poisoning um, your body, basically. It's poison. Yeah, it, it really is. It's toxic and it yeah. will kill bad things and it'll kill good things, too. And you're going to feel exactly. like shit. Yep. So um, and, you know, I, I remember just being like, no, I want to have the more aggressive surgery. And everyone was like, OK, all right, that's what we're going to do then. And I was like, God, I have a lot of power. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I yeah, kind of totally. expected, you know, the doctors, the surgeons to be like, well, no, we're not going to do that because you don't necessarily need that. We're going to do what we think is best for you. But no, they actually gave me the choice. Um, I also had the choice to have chemotherapy. I could have said no, but that would have been totally insane. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't really have a choice there unless I was like, oh, yes, I'd like to die. But radiation is now getting into a little bit more of a gray area where when I was talking to the doctor yesterday, you know, I said to him very candidly, yeah, I said like, doctor, whatever his name is, I, I won't say his name. Um, but like I said <laughs> verbatim, candidly, I don't want to do this. Do I have mm -hmm. to do this? I want you to tell me what I have to do. And he was like, mm. it doesn't work that way. I can't wow. tell you what you have to do because it really is your choice. I can tell you. Wow the pros and the cons. I can tell you what I would do if you were my mother or my sister, mm -hmm. you know, or my he wife. He did do that? Um, yeah, but I can't okay. tell you what to do because hmm. you have to decide if the benefits outweigh the risks or vice versa. It's a double bind. Now, it's just, it's, yeah, that's and, what it is. And on one hand you go, that's pretty cool that I really can feel like I'm at least in some control of my outcome, you know, mm -hmm. if I'm as informed as, as I can possibly be, you know, again, without having gone to like med school, um, you yeah. know, we're doing this, you know, for a living. And if I feel that I've researched, you know, my options extensively and I really want to sway one way rather than the other, it's kind of cool that I'm allowed to, you know, no one's going to like hold me down and force me to do something that I feel is not right for me. But at the same time, I am not an expert. And mm -hmm. there are many situations in my life. You know, I always I joke about this with coworkers all the time. It's like, sometimes I just want you to tell me what to do. I want to be a worker mm -hmm. bee. I don't want to do like big picture stuff. I just want to like yeah. have tasks and complete them. Mm -hmm. And you tell me what I have to do. And if I <laughs> yeah. don't do it, I'm in trouble. <laughs> you know? That's totally. sometimes the way that I like operating because then I just I just know I, I have an action item and I complete sure. it. It makes sense. And, and this is one of those things that it just doesn't work that way. So yeah, I have a lot of things to think about. That's a bigger picture question. Exactly. Yeah, that's... It's, it's, it's tough. I've never had a double bind like that. It's, um, they talk about it's, this, it's like, I don't know where I... It's a lot to think about. It is. It is. And it's like anything, if you take any kind of, any side effect you get from a drug does the same thing on a smaller scale like you take something to help with certain symptoms it's going to give you other unsavory symptoms do you you got to weigh those options do you prefer gotta headaches weigh the options or nausea or like you know what i mean like that that's what's oh, and so I mean, tricky and radiation also and again you know i'm talking about breast cancer that is really the only kind of cancer i know a whole hell of a lot about at this point uh -huh. 
I mean, I know a little bit about cancer just from family members. Uh, mm -hmm. But, um, you know, people undergo radiation for all sorts of things. My radiation would be very specific. And so my side effects would also be very specific to the type of radiation I have and my body and what's going on in my body. And, mm -hmm. you know, some of that stuff, I'm just like, whoa, that sounds like not worth it. But then, you, you know, am I going to be looking over my shoulder for the rest of my life? I mean, I kind of am yep. anyway. Because once yeah. you have cancer, you always just, you know kind of wonder if it's going to come back if you never have yep. it you sort of don't expect it to show up but if you've had I it no i think you, i you think know it's there it could work the same way though because it's so ubiquitous now cancer so ubiquitous it's like we could all just be who knows i mean we don't know anything from one day to the next really um we're true, all kind of living true. in the lurch right but i think i think i having been i mean besides like some like i don't know weird medical issues that you know everybody has kind of their own weird medical issues you know over the course of their life i never really even though my dad died of cancer in mm -hmm. 2004 so it was a long time ago and it was you know obviously it was is it, it was very dramatic and and very very sad um i never thought and he had stomach cancer which is um somewhat rare uh for u.s males um, less rare in other parts of the world. Uh, there are many theories of why that is. Um, but mm -hmm. anyway, it was um, not the most common kind of cancer that a man of his age would have. Mm -hmm. And I never thought to myself, like, well, I'm, I might get stomach cancer. I, I just, I never really thought that. I just thought he yeah. was super unlucky and, you know, maybe when he was younger, you know, lived a life that wasn't as clean as it could have been yeah. and, you know, shit happens. Yep. So, so anyway, uh, not to, you know, go on and on about this, but, um, I, I'll, I'll be thinking about this. I'm going to, I'm going to take the chemo win, you know, my chemo diploma, which I actually got one. You definitely um, should. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. They gave me a little diploma. It was cute. It's a milestone. Um, it was a milestone. Um, and I was, um, you know, I got in my feelings yesterday and felt kind of sorry for myself, um, which I do often <laughs> these days. And, you know, I thought, uh, you know, about halfway through the day, I was like, hold on a second, Sarah, like, give yourself a week. Like, yeah, just totally just, you know, enjoy the milestone for a week. You know, you have to make mm -hmm. some tough decisions, but you don't have to do it right this second. You know, and I said to exactly. the doctor, like, do I have to tell you right now? And he goes, No, of course not. This wouldn't mm -hmm. even we wouldn't even start this for, you know, four to six weeks, because we want you to be healthier, you know, after your chemo. You just, you know, you just keep us posted. And I said, cool. So, so I'll be doing that and I'll try to be as positive as possible and just, just kind of get better and, and eat, um, leafy greens, which I have not <laughs> been able to eat for, um, the better part of three months now, because I don't know, roughage is just weird when you're going through chemo, at least for me. But, uh, I will say before, before we move on, cause I want to hear how your last week has been, Heather, that, um, <laughs> The cable channel HGTV, Home and Garden Television, um, <laughs> it's been around forever. And, you know, uh, my mom used to be obsessed with HGTV um, to the point where, you know, anytime I was over her house, it was just sort of like, that would be the channel that was kind of running on TV in the background more than any other channel. House it's like Hunters. in the nail salon. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's... It's, it's background it's, noise. It's lighthearted, uh -huh. you know, it's people who were like, should we buy this house or should we buy this other house? 
or how should we, you know, redo our kitchen and, you know, this and that. <laughs> and after a while, I remember my mom being like, oh, I can't watch this channel anymore. It's just, you know, it's, it's all the same. It's too formulaic. I, you know, uh -huh. I'm over it. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't even really watch live TV all that much. Um, or cable TV all that much, um, unless it's sports or, you know, some sort of an event like the Grammys the other night. But, mm -hmm. um, I, and I've been at my mom's um, quite a bit as of late because after my chemo sessions, which she always goes with me to, I stay at her house for a few days just so she can treat me like a little kid, you know, <laughs> and make me Grilled food sandwiches and tuck me and... into bed and, yeah. you know, things Aww. like that. And just, you know, just nice things. Yeah, make uh -huh. me tea and, and that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, so sometimes, you know, in the middle of the day, I go, I'm not feeling well. I'm just going to go. I don't even know if I'm going to take a nap, but I'm just going to, like, go be quiet by myself, yeah. you know, in yeah. the guest room. And I've been watching HGTV shows. <laughs> and, you know, there's something really, like, adorable and satisfying about, you know, like, for example, there's this one show. Well, there are a lot of shows like this, but there's this one particular show where, you know, it's like the couple says, hey, we've got, you know, $50,000 budget. And we've decided that, you know, we want to redo our kitchen, our living room, and our master bathroom. Mm -hmm. It's usually not the whole house, but it's like, here's here's the budget and here are the problem rooms. Yeah. Like, make something great, you know? <laughs> and you know that there's a lot of smoke and mirrors because it's TV, right? But sure. the whole thing is like, they go off somewhere for like the next month plus. Mm -hmm. And there's like, you know, all this demolition and they do new countertops yeah. and, you know, light fixtures and the windows get changed and the hardware floors get replaced. And, mm -hmm. and then the couple comes back and they're just like, wow, I can't believe it's the same <laughs> house. I can't believe it. You know, and they're so happy. And it's like, and they make like silly this, jokes and it's yeah. this dopamine hit for me every time i <laughs> love it and i mean half the time even the final product is not even necessarily what i would want my kitchen uh -huh. to look like but it's like oh before and after oh i love a good before and after you know you got to get your dopamine where you can sarah and if Indeed. that's where you get it then Thank That's where I've been for getting HGTV. it, Heather. So, <laughs> I love it. I love so it. So I, I will be until I until I get sick of it again, which I probably will. Um, that is that's one of my I, I I would say guilty pleasure, but I don't even know how guilty I am about it. I'm like, this is just fun. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. what is a I don't feel guilty at all. Pleasure. So, it's just, so then it's a straight up pleasure. It's a straight up pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's I'd I'd say my dopamine hit. I don't know. It's this dual duolingo thing. I'm just like, I'm deep, Sarah. And the other day, so like all um, you know, I, I skip days. I mean, I sometimes I'm so busy and it'll ping me because you have to like set your bar. Like I wanna do this once a day for five minutes or whatever it is. I don't even know what I put. I just wanted to do like the medium like engagement, medium to high engagement. And so it, it'll text you, which is actually kind of annoying um it's like do you have five minutes to do duolingo right now and it's like i'm driving you motherfucker you know so um <laughs> but i was so proud of myself because i did skip some days um but uh i i ended up on like the number one on the leaderboard for a couple days and i do not honestly it, they don't even have to have the leaderboard i do not care about that i actually wish they would just erase it from the whole thing because it's just a it's it's a it's almost like an ad in a way because it it forces you to like play this game and i just want to do the exercises that's all i want i want one after the next after the next after the next i don't need these interludes um uh -huh. yeah. but in a way i, I, mean, I the dopamine hits come 
for me during like when I successfully finish a level and it's not that I need to be on a social leaderboard to be congratulated. I, I just, for it's, it's more of a personal thing, but like you're forced into this social aspect. Anyway, I'm, I'm well, kind of getting into the weeds a here, but the competitive aspect that some people find drives them, which is great. And I like yeah. it for other people. I just don't necessarily need it, but it was still fun to like get on the leaderboard and whatever, but, and I can see you, you want to get competitive because I think I was in the third spot and I'm like, Ooh, that'd be kind of cool to get in the first spot. You know, maybe, maybe I'm not being totally honest with myself and, and I do like <laughs> it a little bit, but, um, but yeah, I, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to kind of follow up, uh, you know, some of the things that are going on in your life, Sarah, because there's no comparison and, but you are a trooper and, you oh, know, thanks. And yeah, no. And I, I know this is like heavy stuff. I try not to make it like, I mean, trust me, I could sob for the next hour if y'all yeah. wanted me to, but I don't think anybody does. So, yeah. you know, we're just gonna, we're, we're just gonna, we're gonna stay pause. We're gonna stay as pause. As the kids say. As I don't think the kids say that, can. but. Or yeah. at least the cats say that. Um, <laughs> so the, it's funny cause the, this, this week's got some decent vibes. Like I would say last week was definitely a doozy uh, in the sense of, I don't know, it was, it was, that was sort of the lead up to the full moon sort of thing. And, and like things started to get a little weird, but uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I try to take these things with a grain of salt. We've talked about this on the show. We, Sarah and I both have friends that are really into astrology and they send, I still get, you know, <laughs> texts from people or like, you know, emails talking about, uh, you know, various things happening in the universe. And, and I'll, sometimes I'll read them. Sometimes I won't. Um, I think some of these things can just be a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I do, the moon thing is interesting because I was thinking to myself, like, do you really believe that the full moon created these like weird vibes? Like, do you personally, like, do I believe it? And I was like, well, where does this come from? And I kind of read a little bit about the history and, you know, probably most people know about that. I mean, it kind of dates back to like, it's like Aristotle and Pliny the Elder was like, you know, the fact that, I mean, also like lunatic comes from the Latin loon, you know, the loon, moon, moonstruck, all that stuff. And, and, you know, Obviously, oh, you know, I didn't, I don't know that I ever knew that. Never yeah, about you know, it. it's funny because I, the little research that I did, I realized how little I knew. And so it was always this, like, they sort of hypothesized that like the full moon kind of induced this insanity, like this madness it, when it would illuminate. Um, and, you know, I thought this was an also an inter interesting point. They supposedly, allegedly, it was said that like, well, the brain is a moist thing sorry for some of you out there who hate the word moist um eh, but it could you know. therefore be it could be affected in the same ways that like the water of the earth or like any earth bound uh you know material is affected and so um anyway again i i take it with a grain of salt but i think there's something there because you we live in the universe we're supposedly created from we're like stardust or whatever so we are part of the universe in a physical way we came from the parts of the universe so there's some i know that there's something there i can't tell you exactly what it is and i do think we have a lot of power over how we feel and maybe on a on a crazy moon week a crazy full moon week you just aren't feeling great and so it gets worse because it's like exacerbating you're you're mm -hmm. already feeling bad but maybe if you're like on a good tip 
your week is great and the vibes are good. So I, so this week at the top of this week, I said, I said, I, I had a talk with vibes. I said, vibes, you are not going to be weird this week. This is going to be a good week. And I will tell you that has helped so far. I mean, we're, we're, we're very early on in the week, but so far so good. And I wanted to bring up sort of something a little bit related. Um, cause I know a lot of y'all out there are, are probably feeling a little tired of the winter and the dark days, but, um, in our discord, Mike, um, uh, made a comment on, we were talking about I, in one show, I think it was the last episode about getting outside and gardening gardening again and seeing the tulips start to pop up out of the ground and just like this new feeling of a new season and, and re new life. So he said, um, you know, to your comment about uh, getting outside, he said that he read something this week that we've just passed the darkest uh, 10 week period in the Northern hemisphere, five weeks before and after the winter solstice. It definitely feels like things are changing here with the sun and he's, he lives in Arizona um, and uh, the sun, sun is coming up earlier and setting later uh, as well as the cold and wet weather is kind of waning, even though I think we have another storm coming next week. Um, but he, he mentions that he found a spot where he can hang his hammock on his back patio. So he's looking forward to that and you know doing some afternoon reading and i wanted to mention that i love hammock like i love lamp but seriously <laughs> the like, hammock just the one hammock Heather. <laughs> I, I love, love i love the hammock <laughs> and i i actually it's funny i forget about hammocks we have a hammock and last year i totally failed hard and didn't put it up because we have like two you know pegs in these fruit trees um in our backyard and uh i just like life was busy and I just kept thinking I'm gonna put the hammock out and then all of a sudden summer was over um and so um mm -hmm. I looked at hammocks a lot when I was in Mexico like some really great like sitting hammock like just the different kinds of hammocks and I <laughs> I ended up on wire cutter like oh my gosh then what are the best hammocks in 2023 you know the whole like maximizing thing that I do and um uh and and so I, I you know I spent some time in, in a hammock in Mexico and you know the sensation is you can't be hanging hanging there and swaying um so i think um you know it there's always time for a little obsessive behavior mike and um that's me right now with my outdoor my outdoor stuff uh like my outdoor setup i guess is sort of my latest obsession and i think it's because the weather is changing a little the light is coming back a little bit and so it's kind of like inspiring me i mean maybe that's really what i chalk it up to is uh, my desperation for light and sunshine, but, um, I'm really thinking about this f like fantasy of like this epic outdoor space, you know, with like mm -hmm. bocce and Adirondack chairs around a fire pit, hammocks everywhere, tiki lights, hammocks, tiki. yeah, just like, yeah, yeah just, like just, lights and yeah. just create something. And no, and I'm serious actually, because I'm into these projects, these house, it's kind of along the lines of the HDTV thing, like improving. Oh, yeah. your space and this is a really fun project um of just it's hard the outdoor space thing is a really tricky thing for me here specifically because we have we don't have like like fenced off area it's all pretty open there's nine acres there's a bunch of different houses we all have our little areas but you know some of these grassy knolls are big and so like where do you put where do you put the fire pit do you put it at the edge of the cliff where you can look over at the ocean or do you put it further back in a cozier area surrounded by trees? Like, 
you know, it, it's, it's just, it's one of those things that I'm going to be working on in the coming months as my little fun, little side project. But I want to thank y'all and in, in the discord has been bumping lately for all your thoughtful notes about the shows and about specific episodes. It's been really fun to read them. Uh, so tomorrow is a big day. Um, I've got an arborist coming by Sarah. It took a while to wrangle, um, him into my schedule, into his schedule. Cause he's very busy after all these crazy storms and he's coming over to, I have to say goodbye to about four trees. And, mm. um, they, uh, this last storm that came through, I've, I don't know if I've ever experienced winds like that before. It was actually quite scary. And I was staring out the back window at the one tree that he was like, oh, we got to get that feeling. one down. And I was like, oh, I, I mean, it was, I, I really truly was nervous and it was hard for me to sleep that night. And so it's coming down tomorrow and I'm, I'm actually, I cleared my schedule cause I'm, I'm so curious to watch it go down. I'm just like, I want to watch it. So I'm going to take some video. So y'all, this is a, a little bit of a plug. Come into our discord at $5 or above and you'll get to see some of my videos of trees going timber. Yeah, if really you excited. are a patron and you're already in our Discord, we'll enjoy that in advance. Um, if you're not, um, and you can part with $5 or more, more per month, uh, you can learn more at patreon.com slash have such a good day. You don't have to be in our Discord, by the way. Don't. Not mandatory. Or you could lurk and just never say anything, because some of you do, and we are <laughs> fine with that. But uh, but it is um, something that, you know, we hope is a, is a nice perk for everybody. Heather, you know, going back to hammocks for a second, we have a hammock uh -huh. on our property. Uh -huh. And it's under a cluster of redwood trees. It's right mm -hmm. in the middle mm -hmm. of, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, I guess they are. And the hammock is, it, it's apparently from what I've been told, the mother redwood tree was once in the middle, okay. but has been removed. And so it's like, it's basically like a ring of redwood trees around this deck uh -huh. so a small deck, but a deck. And then there's a hammock, you know, between two of the trees. Beautiful. You go, oh my gosh, it's like the most beautiful place to take a nap or read a book or whatever. <laughs> However, once you're in it and you look up and the redwood trees are like 100 feet high and they have big branches and you go, hmm, it would kind of suck if one of those branches killed me and impaled yeah. me yeah. Uh, right now. Which, by the way, has never happened. But the branches have come down and they've come down on top of the hammock thankfully not when anyone's in it but to the point where you're like "Ooh, that would be really bad ever since i kind of thought about that in a certain uh -huh. way i've i've been in that hammock for maybe like five minutes once yeah totally and i just sat I, there I and i was like and i'm good here's the good thing about redwoods though that i've learned recently is that they have a pretty deep root system that like other trees uh like that don't like sitka spruces which is what's been the problem up here is a lot of them have fallen because of all the rain and oh they have no a very yeah the redwood trees aren't gonna system. fall they're yeah. not going but the branches, anywhere but their yeah. branches because totally. the branches are so high that you don't realize that they're you know well i don't know how much they weigh but no it's you're like, right they're you know, hard one, to once one snaps you know yeah like after a storm or maybe yep. it just i don't know got like too much rain or yeah. whatever you know and the velocity of it coming down like it's really gonna hurt somebody. when it's hard for an arborist to be like they'd have to go up there to check the integrity of these branches that are so high like how do you even do that uh, oh man they do it we've had enough um tree trimming um around here over the last few years that um in fact there's my my landscaping crew um 
they don't actually do this, but you know, every so often they 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 know a, a guy um, who kind of has his own crew, and you mm-hmm. know, that's something that we've we've tapped into uh, a few times. And watching them is terrifying. It I know really that's is. why I want to watch tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're kind of they're kind of um, you know, it's almost like mountain climbing. You know, where it's yeah. like you're strapped in, kind of. Yep. But you're also really taking your life into your own hands. Totally. Yeah, and, and the strategies are super You know, you got a chainsaw in yep. one hand and you're swinging around and oh my God. Well, it's funny because he, when, when he came out to assess everything, like he was talking about like the different, you know, there's a lot of the vernacular, like these arborists use really funny stuff and like to describe a certain shaped tree, like a p- pistol butt was one of them, which I thought was funny. <laughs> and like he was explaining with this tree in the back, he's like telling me his strategy because if you cut it down, it will naturally go toward the house. So he has to redirect it in another direction. It will damage some plants and whatnot, um, heather bushes actually specifically, but he's like talking about laying these tires down to like soften the fall and just like all, so I wanna watch him work. I think it's gonna be really interesting. Um, You're gonna learn a lot. Posted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Arbory in your future, I don't know if that's, Mm -hmm. The Ar- act arbory, of being an arborist. Arboration. Let's look that one up. Yeah. Arbor. <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, you live in the country long enough, uh, you're going to meet some arborists. That's just how yeah, it goes. Sure. Or you're, you're going to have a lot of fallen trees. Arbor. Well, yeah. I don't know. Something like that. An, ar- an arbor. <laughs> something like that. Well, moving on, um, I uh, last year was the first year in a few years, honestly, and a lot of this had to do with COVID, but uh, because just a lot of um, you know large events were not happening for the last few years. But last year, I went to two weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a wedding in the summer, and then I went to a wedding in the fall. And yeah, I just hadn't been to a wedding, and it wasn't even really oh, it was just because of COVID. Even before COVID. There were a few years where just, I don't know, no one I knew was getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my cousin Molly was the last one that I, you know, I went to her wedding and that was 2017 um, down in Los Angeles. And, you know, I find, I always find it funny how these things just come in waves, right? It's like mm-hmm. people getting married, people having babies or other, I don't know, big life milestones, uh, milestones. Yes. To bring back the word milestone. But um, back in, I don't know, I guess sometime in the you know first half of this last decade, it was like, I mean, I was going to like five to seven weddings a year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, there were a few years in a row where it's like it was, I mean, sure, maybe I can't make every single one of them, but it was like they were all weddings where it was really important that I went. Sure. You know, they were they were important to me. You know, I, I was gonna. I, I knew it was gonna be fun. I was gonna know a lot of people there. Or, you know, maybe you know whoever my date was also knew everybody. You know, so it was like, ah, oh, yeah, we're gonna have a really good time. Or you know, mm-hmm. it was a fun destination. Or maybe it w- wasn't a destination, so it was like super convenient. But it was just like you go through. You know, they call it wedding season. You know, yep. for a reason. And so last year, for the first time in a while, you know, I was just wow, you know, I went to two weddings this year. How about that? And both, mm-hmm. both of them I had to travel um, a fair distance to go to, um, which was, you know, I've done it before. I, I know how to do that. But it had been a while. You know, I felt a little rusty. Mm-hmm. And um, this year, 
so far, uh, unless some of you know something that I don't, there's just one wedding that I'll be going to uh, in a few months. It's in the summer. Um, it's in the Midwest in Wisconsin. And um, it's going to be, you know, again, one of those weddings where I'm going to know a lot of people there. It'll be really fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to it and I wouldn't miss it. You know, yeah. it's a good friend and that's just, it, that's what's happening. I mean, barring some, you know, unforeseen circumstance, I will be there. Yep. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it. However, <laughs> as we all know, um, and I know some of you are nodding emphatically uh, because you know this feeling, it's like, there's that, it's like, it's like the process of like, oh, you got engaged, congrats. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've set a date, cool. Oh, I gotta save the date in the mail. Cool, I'll put that on my fridge and I won't forget. Okay, now we've got the official wedding invitations. Now I have to RSVP. Well, I've RSVP'd, now I'm really going. Okay, <laughs> let's look at flights. Okay, well, this is obviously, you know, somewhere very far from me where I don't know anybody to crash on their couch. So like hotel rooms, what yeah. are the options? Who else is going that I know that I might room with? Or mm -hmm. I do, do I just not want to do that? You know, mm -hmm. do I want to like make this a fun thing where I have a little bit of space just for me? Mm -hmm. You know, am I bringing someone with me so it would be a space just for us? Mm -hmm. You know, there's all these, you know, all these, all these uh, variables that, you know, that come into it. And that alone does not bother me because it's like, well, you know, it's sort of a vacation that I didn't choose for myself, but it still is one. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, as long as you like, you can don't make hate, it one, hate yeah. the bride and groom or something. Sure. Yeah. It's like you're, you're, if you're traveling for a wedding and you think you're going to have fun, it's like, that's a vacation, mm -hmm. but you got to get there and it's going to cost money. Yep. And, um, I, because, um, as medical bills have gotten, um, um, very, uh, interesting in my life, uh, and will continue to be for the foreseeable future, my budget is pretty fixed and mm -hmm. pretty tight and and that's you know that's just reality you know it's it's I wouldn't be the only one but uh I can't just kind of go like yeah I mean if you're gonna have a wedding in um I don't know <laughs> I'm trying to think of in Bora Bora like I'm like oh gosh I don't know if I could swing that kind of thing I can swing Wisconsin you know I'll make it work mm -hmm. but um you know I've I've between a hotel for a couple of nights flights to get there, rental car to get from the airport to wherever the venue is, and then, you know, various things of like, what am I gonna wear? I'm gonna wear a dress I already have in my closet? Maybe, but like, maybe not, that might not work. It ends up being so, 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 so expensive. Mm -hmm. And we all know this, and it doesn't mean that it won't be fun, but it's just like, dang, man, that is, that's a lot. So. You, you had said earlier, like, grumble, grumble. It's like, I am not grumbling about going to, like, a really fun event to celebrate two people being extremely happy to, <laughs> fingers crossed, spend the rest of their lives together. Mm -hmm. I find that all just wonderful. I love a good wedding. I cry at all of them. <laughs> but, uh, well, maybe not all of them, but most <laughs> of them. But, uh, but it's such a hassle. So it is. I'm kind it's... of in the throes of that right now. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like the it's like such a joyous event. You're so excited to go. But yeah, it comes at a price. And, uh, you know, it'll all be worth it. But yeah, staring down a big trip uh, across the states. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind when I set my wedding date, Sarah. <laughs> I won't go to Bora Bora. <laughs> or maybe well, I, will. Or, I don't know. Listen, Heather, if you can go pretty much anywhere you want, I'll be at your wedding. Even you if you were be. like, I've uninvited you, I'd be like, sorry, I'm coming. You're going to be like the, you're <laughs> like the Ingrid goes west and like bomb my wedding. <laughs> 
Did you ever see totally. that movie? Are you kidding? So like, can you imagine if Heather was like, you know, I just feel like it's better if you don't come, Sarah. I'd be like, fuck you. And then I'm I talk coming. about it all on the show. I'm like, yeah. yeah I just don't think you're right for this wedding. I'd yeah, be like, the vibe isn't quite bad. right. I, I need the vibe to be like yeah, perfect. I, just, I want something a little... Just a little different than your vibe. Sorry, I'm actually I'm saying, and I'm and I'm saying vibe a lot just because I think it's a funny word, and I'm not like I'm very California girl, and I'll use the word in a sentence uh, every day. But I just think it's such a funny way that we use it these days. Like, yeah. Anyway, so uh, by the way, arbora culture is what the arborist uh, does. It's arbora culture which I've never oh. heard that word. I don't think people like throw it around, but it makes Arboriculture. sense. Arboriculture, like and horticulture. Ar yeah, yeah. Ar arboriculturist, a tree surgeon, arboriculture. Yeah, that's what it's called. Because Arbory, we are wrong about that. Those are some places uh, in the world. One of them being, gosh, in a place I've never even heard before. Um, hmm, it's an island, an island somewhere. Interesting. Anyway, so moving on, um, <laughs> you know, one last, well, we have a couple final thoughts, but um, I, I did want to mention really quick. And I, I, I would guess that some of you are going to be able to relate to this. Please let me know if you do or you don't. Hi, at have such a good day.com. But I've been thinking a lot about, you know, and, I, and I've brought this up before, like group threads and how I get kind of overwhelmed by lots of communication there's a lot of communication methods these days we're in the modern world we're in a tech uh, focused world so there's you know a lot more emails a lot more texts and um, maybe less phone calls uh, you know compared to the past but um, I'm noticing that and maybe it's just like when I'm in a flurry of a busy time but you'll get you know you have like your inner sanctum you have the people you talk to all the time whether it's like you know, I don't know, FaceTime, phone call, but you have a regular cadence with certain people that are on your inner in your inner sanctum. But then there's a lot of other people like in your life that you talk to, I don't know, maybe, maybe once, once a week, maybe once a month and you do check-ins and whatever. And however you do that, you know, I have a fair amount of people in my life. I've got my inner sanctum. I've got my, you know, I guess the circle that's around that. And then it keeps going and then you've got acquaintances and, and whatnot. And I've noticed that it's like, I, I, I don't want to be this person and I don't know how people on the outside objectively look at a person who does this, but I'm noticing I'm harding a lot of messages um, to kind of, um, because I, I can't respond meaning, right away. Meaning, yeah, that I get the, yeah. It's I like say something to you and then and I, I get a notification that message. you've responded, but you've just said heart. Yes, or like, or whatever, or laugh, yeah. or whatever Thumbs it is. Up, ha -ha. Or, yeah, yeah, or question mark, whatever. Yeah, and it's and it's usually I would say that it's maybe maybe it's the like longer messages where it's like it's like there's questions and there's information there that I have to respond to and I have to stop and think about it and compose like using words. It takes a little bit more energy and time to think about what I'm going to say or whatever. And I would assume, Sarah, hopefully you'll have uh, an opinion about this since you're a big digital communicator. Um, but I'm, I'm noticing I'm either getting lazier or just more overwhelmed, I guess. I mean, emails just forget about it. But um, I love my people. It has it, It's not about like, oh, this person's annoying. I don't I want people to communicate with me. I want them to text me all hours of the day. But I, I do have my ringer off a lot these days um, just because um, 
you know, I, I you got shit to do. Yeah, I got shit to do. And I got to focus. And you know, I do like, you know, you get back on your phone, and there's that dopamine and the and all the, you know, you just, yeah, I don't know, I get sucked in. And then I have to like, really put it on the other side of the room and that that sort of thing. But I'll like, I'll remember it's funny, because I'll remember a text that I got like a week or two ago that I hearted or thumbed up because I didn't have time in that moment to respond. Mm -hmm. And then I realize like it pops up and I go, oh, I forgot to write that person back. Shoot. And then I'll go scroll down and try to find it or I'll, you know, just I'll, I'll start a new one and find their name and whatever. But it's like, I've really just lost steam. It's like the momentum is gone to reply. It's kind of like, is it worth replying now after all this time, you know, then that person's going to take their time and lag to reply back to my reply. I don't know what it is. It's like, my my boyfriend Elijah thinks it's just that we only have so much bandwidth um and I mean sure of course it's it's that but it's other things too I think I think it's maybe you know I have some friends that are like prolific writers and they they're kind of all day long like writing on you know they're writers for like a living and so they're always writing on these threads you know and I think for me maybe it's just it's just that extra like I got to absorb what you said and then I'll get back to you kind of thing. Um, but like you and I, for example, is a good example. We, we have like short spurts back and forth on Slack. We don't always have like long things that are like, you have to unpack, you know? And I think sure. maybe it's those yeah. texts where I'm like, I got to unpack this for a second. Mm -hmm. And I need, I need the, the mental space to give you the time that you deserve kind of thing. Anyway, Email us, hyatthavesuchagoodday.com or jump into Discord. Talk to us real time. Let me know what you think about this. Yeah. In fact, you can heart uh, Discord messages too. Uh, <laughs> you or, can. you know, in Slack as well. <laughs> you know, it's funny. There was, it wasn't that long ago that I was complaining about this exact thing. Mm. I don't even know in what context it was. Mm -hmm. But it was like, let's say, yeah, like I write a message to you. And, mm. or maybe it's even a group text, right? Yeah. So, and then I get a notification like, oh, Heather's responded, but I'm like, oh, all she did was heart it. Like, she didn't yeah. really respond. Like, there was no real reason for me to like quickly like, you know, you know, put in my uh, passcode and like see what Heather said back. Type sure. Thing. And it used to kind of bug me. Yeah. And this has been, you know, I'm an iPhone user, but obviously uh, these things are available in many different chat apps uh -huh. across many operating systems. But um, in, in iMessage specifically, um, or messages, uh, you know, I'd kind of be like, eh, I mean, okay, like you don't have to like heart my message. Like either <laughs> yeah. you have a response or you don't. Like yeah. I don't think you hated it, you know, if you don't yeah, heart it. Sure. But it's become so prolific. It has. And so many people that I know just, they use it as like, well, I don't really have a response, but I don't want you to think that I'm just ignoring it either. Yeah. That I've, I've, I've kind of, I've given up the fight of like, you know, I'm still the person who, if you text me something, right, and I want to say like, ha ha, I'll just write back, ha ha. Yeah. And that's the text that I send back to like you. Like you won't send an emoji. It's funny. But My I could also send, way. I could send an emoji or I could do the ha ha on your message. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you get a notification either, you know, either of those three options, like you see that I have, you know, given you accolades or whatever. Yeah. And I realized like, yeah, you know, I can't like tell people how to respond to me and, you know, and, and nor should they uh, do that to me either. 
So I, I don't know. I've I've opened my mind up a little bit to this sort of thing. Yeah, I think but, it's sort of like the it's the way it's evolving. Because think about it wasn't that long ago that you couldn't respond to text bubbles like that, and we had yeah. to just hard write out everything. And now, I mean, it's just it's like a crutch in a way. And in a way, I I do feel a little guilty sometimes where I'm like, yeah, this is a little bit of a cop out. Like just you know doing doing the comment and not giving energy back, but. Um, I don't yeah. know. It's it's all very interesting, and I think uh, I'm sure a lot of people have thought about this, and maybe we've triggered. Maybe it's a trigger. I don't know. Um, but Sarah, <laughs> we, it's pretty cool. We, um, you know, we we got a few emails uh, from y'all, and uh, we're gonna read them for you. Yes, we yes, are. We and are. Um, one 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 really quick thing is that um, we do have a couple new patrons on some level whether they increased uh their uh, patronage or their new chase and ron s woo, ron woo. we know you're thank already you. with us so yeah we do we you. do we do they, yes and thank you you're for, not he's, new no you're an increaser he's um, old no just kidding <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah he's been around an and, old um, friend we, we he communicates with us a lot which we love but we did get a really cool email from paul the vinyl revivalist which very intriguing. I'm going to look that up, Paul. Yeah, um, no kidding. And he said, he said, Sarah, your recommendation of the Flow State Substack, which was last week, hit the spot. As a focused music listener who loves many genres, but typically cannot do anything with a keyboard and cursor if vocals are involved, and have sort of gotten tired of Apple Music's slow-changing jazz, classical, electrical playlists, just the last couple Flow State finds have been great, and I would likely have never encountered those records otherwise and i agree sarah a lot of people have been writing us yeah, about flow state that was a good yeah good that was i've been using it too 176 uh if for any reason you you happen to you want to go back to this and, and you yeah. didn't listen to last week's episode uh i have nothing to do with flow state it's a it's a it's uh and it you're was, just a tastemaker um, that's all <laughs> well you know this is all just you know it's it's i couldn't even i don't recall exactly where i found it but it was like recommended by somebody else's newsletter type yeah, thing you know totally. there's just you know it's just something that i stumbled upon but yeah the whole idea is listening to music that doesn't have vocals and is very eclectic it is uh, it this, is this particular um this uh, particular project i'd love to meet the people behind it because it's yeah. just like man you guys are cool. really taking yeah. this seriously it's some like it's some like deep fringy like japanese electronic musician i was listening to the other day super cool yeah. Um, but it was cool because I want to mention uh, real quick is Paul also same um, same patron. He uh, also watched Freeway, which is the movie that I recommended with Reese Witherspoon kind of before she became really polished and everything. Um, he said, I watched Freeway for the first time and it was immediately appalled. It starts <laughs> off in a pretty messed up place and then descends further. And there were points at which I meant to stop watching, but I persevered. And I think it's because of Reese Witherspoon's bizarre, fuck it all, YOLO-like, naive yet street smart character. She often loses her shit, often for good reason yet never loses that glimmer of humanity. She endures, surreal and sometimes dreadfully cheesy. I can't say I regret watching. I still don't think I want to watch Midsommar or Mother though. Maybe one day, thanks and keep them coming. I, that Paul, was a great little nutshell of that movie. You, you said it a lot better than I did, yeah, Paul. So thank it's you. It's been a long time since I saw Freeway and, and Heather, I'm sure you've seen it more than I have because uh, I know how much. I think I saw the movie initially because you liked the movie. Yeah. It wasn't like brand new or anything totally. at the time. You know, I got around to watching it. It was like a, you know, DVD rental or something. But yeah, yeah Paul, thanks so much. Uh, 
I'll tell you, if you want to talk about Midsommar or Mother um, <laughs> and, and you end up liking one or both of those movies, uh, just know that I will disagree with you. That's the beauty <laughs> of cinema, isn't it? Oh, so beautiful. And we can also, uh, uh, really quick, we're going to wrap this baby up, but uh, we, uh, Sarah actually started a little side channel in Discord, uh, sort of a spoilers uh, where we're talking about Last of Us, which I have to join it. I just finished uh, the recent episode. I think now I'm behind another episode, though. Um, but uh, yeah, we can talk about well, there cool have been things four. we're watching. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I'm. So, I think I'm behind again. Yeah, well, it's, it's <laughs> funny because so on Discord, and this is great. This is actually this is a pretty cool feature, uh, which um, uh, I know it was you, Mike, and uh, I don't remember who else was doing it, but um, you can basically block off, you know, a paragraph of text so that like if you click on it, you can see what's under that block, but otherwise, let's say it's a spoiler or something you could be in a channel and not be like, oh man, why'd you just mm -hmm. tell me what happened in The Last of Us, you know, episode three, like, mm -hmm. so we were, you know, we that, that was sort of happening and I said, let's just make a spoilers channel. Um, I have a spoilers channel in a Slack group that I'm in, um, which comes in handy because a bunch of us watch just a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like anything that's just gonna like piss off somebody who's behind or hasn't started a show or seen a movie yet, we just put it all in spoilers and it's like, you go into spoilers and it's a landmine and you know what you're doing. So if you, you go in there, can't be, you can't be mad about it because mm -hmm. you went in there. Um, <laughs> and real quick, uh, speaking of emails, because we did get uh, quite a few from, from our last week's show. So like, yeah, thanks everybody for giving us feedback because uh, we are not an island. So we love to know what you like and don't like and what resonates with you. But Chris wrote in, also said that he enjoyed last week's episode um, and mentioned tolerance for alcohol <laughs> um, as Chris gets older, uh, saying, I've resigned myself to a bad night's sleep if I have more than a beer or two. I'm not much of a cocktail person, but definitely something that's changed as I've gotten older. I think that's kind of across the board, Chris. I think I, so, too. Yeah. I, you know, I, I applaud those of you who are like, eh, who cares? My liver is made of steel. Uh, mm -hmm. Mine certainly is not. Um, Chris yeah. also... Um, it was talking about a long running project of ripping many, many CDs um, in Chris's house um, to get everything digitized and make some space. Um, and the fact that, you know, some people, even if you have a streaming music service, still prefer to have that stuff on a hard drive and, you know, to own it for it to be yours. Totally get that. I gave up that go a long time ago because <laughs> streaming music just. I just don't, I don't know, ownership has changed for me, especially when it comes to things like that, when it comes to media in general, but particularly uh -huh. like audio media, because I'm like, I'll just find it somewhere, you know, if yeah. I don't have it, I'll find it somewhere. Wasn't always the case though. It's, it's gotten so much more ubiquitous that you can say that now, but you know, you still have services where things get yanked from one and then you know it's like oh it's not on Spotify anymore but it's on Apple Music but you're probably not gonna have a subscription to both so I get exactly. I get where owning it is still kind of like for many people especially you purists it's like this mm -hmm. is the way that you you really do still have a collection that is yours it's still valuable and I will say the power went out here a couple days ago and I th I was really thankful that my boyfriend has a, a big analog collection of because our Wi-Fi went out and we watched a Blu-ray disc and uh, I was grateful for that, but I totally get it. And uh, you know, who wants a little clunky you know, $20 CD player that uh, turns on 
whenever it feels like it. Not me. <laughs> anyway, well, Sarah, this has been yes, a Heather. real good time. <laughs> it has. And, uh, it has. We gave you a little hour plus. A little. We did. A little. Uh, uh, have such a good day. Extra credit. Extra credit. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to get that. Uh, <laughs> but thanks, everybody, um, for listening and for being with us and for being on this journey with us week after week. We love y'all. We'll be back here doing it all again next week. Until then, I will remain Sarah. And I will remain Heather forever. Have such a good day. Have such a good day. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.